0: 20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships, who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging or, as it's
1: known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some swingy. Technically, an orgy
0: requires a minimum of six participants. three-way? This is a new generation of swingers. Waves have been coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your
1: nuts Oh! Oh! oh, oh. Alright, everyone, welcome back to Swinging Around, the Sex Positive Podcast about swinging and sex.
0: Welcome, welcome! Does we it are work back. better
1: if I do the whole thing? If I do the Welcome Back to Swinging Around and then and, then, and the. And the sex positive podcast about swinging and sex. Park. I think it
0: does. Last time I tried to do it, and that's not usually part of my rigmarole, role, and I got it wrong. So, well,
1: peek behind the curtain is we recorded that episode just an hour ago. So you heard it a month ago, but we recorded it an hour ago.
0: Time warp, Woo, timey wimey. <laughs> yeah, that, it,
1: yeah. Podcasting is interesting. Um, where, yeah. Well, ju- with the holidays
0: coming up, it's nice to have an episode or two in the bank. We don't know what the schedule is going to be like. So, so what are we talking about today? We are talking about, well, if anybody's been listening to us for any length of time, you should know by now that we are comic book nerds. We love comic books. And we did a Talking Geek episode about Saga comic book. I'll you know plug that a little bit if you haven't gone to listen to that episode. <laughs> so along those same lines, um, there's a swinging comic book out there, actually. And so we, we are going to take some time to talk about it. We will be, I guess, pseudo-reviewing or just talking about well, the not comic, pseudo,
1: just review it. Yeah,
0: the the comic book called Swing, and it's got two volumes out right now. So we're going to talk about both of them, because neither, neither volume is particularly long. They're about four issues each. So we thought yeah. it would be good just to talk about both of those in the same episode.
1: It's not published as four issues, or it, it's not put out as single issues at all. It's put out just as a volume, but if you took the page count... A standard comic is like twenty-two pages. If you take the page count and, um, of, pages. of a volume of Swing and divided it, it comes out to about four.
0: Four what? What would be four individual issues? Right. But It's not put out. It's not put. Yeah, out there's like no that. no individual covers or or dividers or anything like that. So we're gonna take some time to talk about it. Why don't you give a little bit of background on who publishes it and all that jazz for anybody who's interested?
1: Well, it's published by Top Cow Comics, which is. Um, the originally there was the Michael Turner imprint under Image Comics, but Michael Turner died in like two thousand four. But they still the imprint continues on, and it's so uh, and so. Those are like um, the super geek details. It's put out by Image Comics in general, which
0: is a big name. I mean, that's that's a big publisher. This isn't an obscure publisher. I mean, Image has a lot of comics out there.
1: Yeah, Top so Cow th- used to be its own. I believe I I, I don't think it was think independent. It, I don't think it was always an imprint of Image Comics. I could be... Actually, now that I'm... As I'm saying it, I think I'm wrong. I think it was always an imprint of Image Comics. <laughs> but it's just put out by Image who do... They do all... They're pretty much known as the, as the um, creator-owned location where... Um, cr- where creators want to go. Yeah. Big, like, for big instance, creators
0: might work for somebody like DC or Marvel, but for, then put out self-published titles. through. Yeah. Because if you put Image. out work,
1: if you put out work through DC comics or Marvel comics, they own that content. And so that has, um, that plays in the factor for how much royalties you make. And so I'm not a creator. I don't care how much royalties uh, a creator makes but what I do care about, well, is, it plays
0: into who owns the copyright. Ultimately, I don't. Care. So if you want control over the things that you've created and the characters that you've created, and if they're on screen and if they're, on, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you want to own all. Oh, those of things. course, of course. From the like, from from the not cre- so much on the on the financial side as it is on the control of your from original the creator content.
1: standpoint. But it's just as a consumer of the media. Yeah, yeah I don't. That's fair. I don't care. Me personally, I don't care who pushes who pushes this out and who owns it. But yeah, we
0: we go where good content is. But I think it's exciting that there is a title like this that's on a not a random obscure label
1: yeah i agree just in general um i think so i I shouldn't be so negative image comics is great because you get a lot you get you can tell even though i don't read a ton of things coming out of image comics image comics is where creator it's where very interesting concepts um live currently like right now you mm-hmm. go to D- dc and marvel are just superheroes that's that's what they do they have some they dabble in some other things but in general it's they're superheroes image is where it's, it's like image is where That yeah, can be stories about real people it could be it anything could be. it's just where you have a story doesn't matter what that story is And you come and tell it. Because I mean, Saga was Mm -hmm. also image comics.
0: It kind of reminds me of comics back in the day when there used to be romance comics and Western comics and all kinds of different genres. And then, even before superhero comics, and for those of you who don't know this, there are lots of comics that it existed before Superman and before superhero comics. Were there not? I thought westerns and sci fi's and all that were ever were before. No, not Superman. Not,
1: no, there was like there was pulp. There was pulp magazines. Maybe that's what
0: I'm thinking of.
1: Um, superheroes really did sort of usher in the comics. Uh, the 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 comics medium. Um, so it sort of started with – with it, it It really was superheroes, but it quickly – it didn't take long to branch out from that. Um, but superheroes was the foundation. But that's, that's clearly not what sequential art comics – the comics form needs to be. And I think the exciting, the fun, and creative comics are not the superhero comics. Of course, I read tons of Superman comics currently, but most of them are garbage. Um, and it's not the, it's, it's, it's not where the creative juices are flowing and that's where Image Comics is so that's a long-winded way of getting to Swing so why don't you you want to give a synopsis oh I didn't talk about so you asked me to talk about um, so Swing was put out by Image Comics it's put out by Matt the writer is Matt Hawkins and the artist for volume 1 and the cover artist for volume 2 is Linda Sejik I'm not sh- – I could be pronouncing that last name incorrectly because it has, like, one of those um, um, ampersand – or, like, whatever, above the E. I think the it's accent? an Ar- – Accent? I think it's an Ar- – yeah, it has an accent. I think it's a Norwegian name, but it's S-E-J-I-C. Um, and so she did the art for Volume 1 and the cover for Volume 2. And it's um, – Volume 1 was put out at the end of 2017, I believe, and volume two just came out which is what's prompting us to record this volume two just came out a couple months ago and we both just finished reading it so volume two came out um late 2019
0: and that leads to so
1: do you want to talk about yeah you want to give a synopsis or just get right into the review
0: i'll give a quick synopsis and i think it's worthwhile to say like we say at the top of every podcast like this we are going to spoil the hell out of it if you plan to read it, we're going to spoil it. But you know what? I think it's still worthwhile to read anyway. I don't think there's anything that's like a cliffhanger in this to the point where it would be ruined by listening to this podcast and then going to read it. I think the art in and of itself is worthwhile to read. So even though we're going to talk about it, if you've never read it, I think it's okay for you to listen to this and then go back and read it personally. Do you agree with that? Um, Maybe there's a little bit of, of you know – Information that's given away if we spoil things, but I I think it's it would still be an enjoyable read either way.
1: I I agree I agree especially because there's not it's
0: yeah it's a a story about a couple but the the art is I think one of the main things to pull you in and where you well we'll talk about
1: we'll 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 talk about that because
0: so what is is then so my my viewpoint is it's it's a story of a man and a woman who meet at university they meet at college they both have bright futures um, but they end up having a shotgun wedding because you know the woman gets pregnant but they're also very much in love so it's not like they feel forced to get married but i think the timeline is accelerated from what it probably would have been naturally then the comic flash forwards several years they're already married they've got two kids they're happy but there's this like listless um i would say dissatisfaction in their lives both to some extent maybe with with a career and definitely with their their own romance and their love life and and so then it ends up um you know being their story for how they try to reignite the flame in their marriage and and their decision to get into the lifestyle and and the the stories that ensue so so far, it's two volumes, and it really is focused on how they they start off um, exploring non monogamy, and and that starts off really in volume one, and then volume two kind of picks up and continues with their story as they get, I would say, like more adventurous in into the lifestyle and explore what works for them and what doesn't.
1: Do you want to give a review, or do you want to give a synopsis for volume two? Because the way that I want to approach this is, I want to talk about like both, like I want to talk about it as a complete like work like volumes one and two like together like yeah i don't really want to have a distinction in in how i'm like talking about it and i also want to talk about what i liked about volume two versus what i liked about volume one and so so so
0: volume two picks up after volume one volume one ends where they're just starting to explore the explore non-monogamy they they're they have a threesome essentially and so then volume two is all about how they start to get involved in dating websites so Mm -hmm. sls type profile websites and their um their adventures in trying to find another couple um their decision on whether or not they want to stick with just having women and then bringing men into the bedroom and in a couple scenario because up until volume two they hadn't done that before so there's there's um plot points around that decision and and when and how to go about bringing in a a couple as opposed to a single female and then ultimately they do end up you know swinging with another couple and and so there's some complications that happen as associated with that in their personal lives and and it kind of cuts off or ends after um one of these complications happens Mm -hmm.
1: so should we should we review volume one separately or like just talk about what we liked about volume one so I guess I'll yeah, say... Yeah, I think we can talk like, about them separate. I think Volume 1's excellent. I agree. Um, I, I think, really enjoyed Volume I 1. I think Volume 1's super... And it's super relatable. Like, I feel like it's... it's um, It, like, really... I feel like mirrors... Specifically you and I's... Which... And I know we're not unique. So you can, extrapolate, you can extrapolate to many couples out there listening. But I feel like it mirrored you and I in the sense that, like, they have... They have, they got married. We didn't have a shotgun, like we were married years. We had, we were married for um, lots of years before Five. we had, before we had kids, but, so we didn't have a shotgun wedding or anything like that, but we have.
0: But we still got married young, but, and in college. And, true,
1: but, so I sort of find, found it more relatable when I read it, which is well within having kids. And so, even though this couple didn't get into swinging until basically where you and I are in our relationship, where they got their
0: yeah, they're just imagine they're just now getting into it in, versus we started years earlier. They've they,
1: they they have kids who are actually even older than ours. They're in, they're in middle school, I believe. They're six and eight. Really? Oh, the one girl was doing like a science experiment that I thought was more advanced than uh, mm-hmm. I would have thought she was doing like a volcano experiment that I thought would have been like a middle I, school. experiment. I think experiment. by the
0: time Volume Two is done, their oldest is ten.
1: Oh. Okay, interesting. Because they
0: mentioned that they've been in volume two. It mentions they've been married for ten years. Oh, interesting. Okay, so.
1: I was extrapolating just because I'm like, the what's? I took the science experiment that the daughter was doing and assumed that it had to have been advanced enough for a middle schooler. Nope. Because I don't see our I don't see our kids doing that sort of volcano experiment in in elementary school. Oh, but, they definitely do. But whatever. Um, I feel like it 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 felt super relatable in that this is a couple who has kids and like they can. Be in they they can have uh, so actually it sort of parallels what we just talked about in our last episode about keeping things spiced up between you and your significant other, and so this couple has, has gotten into a rut in in that they're having. Um, you know they had a pretty good sex life at the beginning, but then they then they don't have then they fall into just the the routine the, the married the, life the, routine the
0: cycle of man's playing video games with his friends, woman's working <laughs> excessive hours and coming home really late and and but, not taking the time for each other.
1: But I'm um I'm not, I'm I'm not as familiar with the I'm not very familiar with these creators. I only know them from this comic, but I'm very impressed with and. I'm very impressed with them. Um, I know that the the um, Linda who does the art, her husband does the art for Sunstone, which is sort of like the the parallel series to this. This this series is called Swing, and it's a, it's about swinging. There's a parallel series which we haven't read. We have, we have volume, volume one of it, but. My that under... might be a
0: future topic. My
1: understanding, which I will have to correct myself if I'm wrong, but my understanding is it's about a lesbian couple who gets into BDSM, and and these are these are all slice of life comics in the sense. I mean, there uh, we we all know that we have we're in a marginalized community, but there's still sort of slice of life where it's the swing explores this couple and
0: yeah, it's it's one person's perspective. It's 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 a case story. But I almost... thought
1: volume one was really good. At establishing this couple who had a who had a really, they had um, it, it was super hot and exciting at the beginning, and then they get into their married mm-hmm. life and they get into their routine and they want to spice it up.
0: It felt like it was probably somewhat autobiographical. Like they were either retelling some version of their own story or somebody they knew, you know, and maybe it was a combination oh, of different the writer, people's stories, Matt, but it's Matt
1: Hawkins, it's definitely like his experience. Yeah, um if it, you, cause And
0: you can the, tell. It, it
1: there is the only reason, well, it's not like I know him, but it's the there's some back matter some back matter in the comic that just of just like 3 or 4 pages where he just is talking about um his experience so this is definitely him and his him and his wife's experience fictionalized
0: yeah yeah and it um it's one of the things that i liked about it is it's written in first person narrative and it takes, it takes the perspective of the man at some points and the perspective of the woman. More often than not, it's, it's the woman. It's probably 60-40 or even 70-30 in the first volume where there's like snippets where she's talking like, I'm feeling this. I'm thinking that. So you can really hear um, the perspective of the individual characters. And it's interesting for us because we're the omnipotent audience. We can see where the husband and wife don't necessarily agree you can see that ahead of time and you know well he's thinking about you know the upcoming event and he's nervous about it and he's not quite sure how he wants to handle it or what's going to happen and then she's sharing her perspective where she's maybe a little um, she's excited and looking forward to it and you can tell at times when they're maybe not on the same page and i think that's an interesting way to write the comic because um, it's written essentially like after the fact, where maybe they've talked about these things, but I, I like that because you it kind of leaves you on on the edge a little bit, like okay, what's going to happen? Are they going to be okay? Because he's hiding something, or they're not quite on the same page about what the rules are, but they think they are. And so I I like that aspect of it.
1: Yeah, I I agree. The one thing that I wasn't crazy about it, and this it, it might not be a unique um, perspective. But in the in the comic, the the female the the, the, the female spouse in the relationship, she's she, um, there's a lack of like there's something missing. There's there's, there's a spark that's missing, and so she explores and, and she brings up swinging to her to her husband. And the thing that I I still really enjoy volume one, but the one thing that like I think is not perfect about it. Is they ha- is swinging is they're trying to solve something instead of instead of being additive like they already have like I would have liked actually to have seen a fairly happy relationship and then they just are adventurous enough getting back to the social sexual orientation that I talked about a couple episodes ago yeah where they're just both high on it and high on that spectrum and they just want to add to their re- to their relationship the comic does feel like they're trying to fill a hole
0: I wonder if that's just a an easy like a um... An easy crotch or an easy way to make it um, a catalyst for for that change in their oh, lifestyle. Yes. It's a super, like, I, it's, I think it's just an easy plot point as opposed to real. Do you think it's the easy
1: plot point, or so? Do you think it's a flaw in the writing, or do you just think it's a it's a like I'm not crazy about it, but it's not a flaw. Do you think or
0: No, I do it. It um, <laughs> this is here's the gaming side of me. I, I never played Metal Gear, but um, I watch you play lots of it, and there are times where you catch a. This is a random tangent. I'm sorry, but you're gonna have to follow me with this one. Um, there are times where a guard gets caught off guard, or they think they see you, and there's like a um, exclamation point that shows up above their head, and this and this sound that's like Meh, when you know, like the enemy thinks they found you. That is essentially what happened to me when I was reading this. I read that point, and like if it was physically possible, there would have been an exclamation point above my head where I was like, "Huh, that doesn't seem right." Like that that was my thought. I was like, "This is the one thing that that." At, up until that point, it just didn't fit right to me. Well, I don't think it's unique. I think that, and that. Thank you for dealing with my random Metal Gear tangent. I think
1: that happens in the swinging community where people do try to fill a hole. I'm sure it versus does. Being, versus, versus being additive, and it's
0: not our experience. And it, I would say the majority of couples that we have talked to, that's not their truth either. Yeah, and and I would. Uh, but I think it, to, I think that's an easy way to. Write I would
1: it. venture to guess that like that that's getting or, in my opinion. That's getting into swinging for the wrong reason, potentially.
0: But in the story it's working. But out I don't want to so. I don't want to
1: belabor that point too much. I think that volume one is still really, really good. I think the art is excellent. I really like
0: the art. The art is hot. I mean it's it's definitely hot. Yeah,
1: that's why I, I mean wanna, there I want to talk about volume two. There because, are graphic
0: sex scenes in the art and yeah. there's there's full on boning in the art, which is it's good well, to see. Well there's oral,
1: you don't see you don't see penis and vaginal penetration. You see oral but well
0: and then you also see like like man on top of woman oh, yeah, but you, you do. don't see his cock in her like yes. you know there isn't there isn't like a, a quintessential hustler shot if where you, think you about, can see the peen going it, in
1: for those of you who are who might have been it's it, it reminds me of um back when i was younger sneaking a peek or like trying to watch fuzzy cinemax <laughs> softcore cinemax softcore
0: yeah. porn yeah they're grinding not, on each that's other that's not something you, you seen. I I feel pain.
1: maybe I could be wrong about this, but I think softcore has gone away completely. I don't think there's does does does. Well, it's all
0: on the internet now. I don't know. But that's... I mean,
1: is there softcore internet porn? I mean, there probably is. Oh
0: well, yeah, I, I imagine. I feel there like is. I feel like
1: that's gone. I personally haven't seen it since I was like in middle school. <laughs> I feel like Cinemax, maybe, maybe Cinemax, still shows that type of content. Yeah, but I have, but that's what it reminds me of. But it, I agree, it's super hot. Um, Linda, Linda does a great job. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's probably. I was thinking about this. I, I think it's probably digitally drawn and digitally colored. Oh, almost all. Just, it's got to be. Almost
1: all comics are done that way these days. Um, but the,
0: the coloring in particular reminds me of of digital. Like.
1: But the the um so. Volume 1 was awesome, in the, and you – they – explores their, their – there are a couple who there's – something's lacking, and then uh, the female um, – the wife brings it up, and so they go to a – they go to a club. She's she, – and they go to a club, and – And
0: he freaks out, and
1: – they freak it, out. It
0: doesn't go well, and, and six months go by before they even bring it up again, and, and I think – It six
1: months. Well, I, I, yeah. I, but I, it ends – it ends in them um, having a – it ends in a threesome between – between the husband and wife and another female,
0: her college roommate, and it was pretty. So they, hot. they kept it local. They kept it with somebody they knew.
1: You only just recently read volume one. Like I read volume one when it first came out because we because we got it back when it first came out and we've had it since then. Yeah, and you only just recently read it, and so it's funny because I remember the I night
0: finished it a couple of weeks before I, volume two. I remember came the out. night
1: you finished it and you're like, "That's how it ends, really?" Because it's it's just getting super hot.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of it is will they, won't they? And it's called swing, so you know they will. But it's really their backstory and toying with with making that decision. That's a tough decision for a couple, for a lot of couples, because of the stigma associated with it. I mean, the the female comes from a very strict Asian background, a very strict family, so- and and so for her, there was a uh, an upbringing hurdle that she had to overcome as well. And and I I do think the story does a good job of, of outlining all of that.
1: So one thing I wanna shout out, um, even though I – is the logo. I took it out of my notes. Like I I originally so put a peek behind the curtain. I took I, I put in the notes, really cool logo. And then before this recording I'm like, is it cool is it cool? I don't know. I was like, is it or is it kinda of cheesy? But at at the time of like writing my notes, I at least thought it was um a unique and kinda cool logo. it's isn't it sort of the female symbol, like the the classic like, yeah, the it's classic the, female symbol the like male and female, yeah, like um, circles
0: intertwined with the arrow and the plus sign. So I don't know why I,
1: I don't know why I'm feeling like like tonight in particular, I'm like, oh it's not as cool as I thought, but I at least thought it was cool it's when creative. I wrote my notes. Yeah. Um so you wanna move on to volume two?
0: Yeah, so volume one ends. It's great. Volume two comes out. And then, like I said earlier, volume two is more focused on okay, what do we do now? We've had a threesome. So, what are your,
1: like, just in general, like, what are you, like, did you like volume two? Did you not?
0: High level, I enjoyed reading volume two. I liked getting back to the same characters and continuing on with the story. So, high level. But from a critical eye standpoint, I don't think it's as good as volume one. I think the story suffers from being choppy or trying to pull experiences from two different places like volume one you can very clearly tell it feels like someone's narrative like they're telling you their story volume two feels more like they're trying to they're pulling from multiple different sources and and cobbling that together as a story um it it felt very choppy to me i still liked it but it it didn't feel as cohesive as volume one
1: i liked volume two as well just because i liked volume two in the same way that i like superman four it's a bad it's a bad movie Superman Four is a horrible movie. Well, the
0: art is still very, very good. It's the same mm, art. I, no, it's well, not. no, it's a different artist. It's a different story. artist. I and, actually and the female character looks different. But I it, thought that, it is still sexual. I thought it was a pretty.
1: Well, I personally thought it was a pretty big drop off from Volume One to Volume Two in the art. Pers- okay. Personally, not for me. And I and so what I mean when I say that I like Swing Volume Two in the same way that I like Superman Four is I'm a Superman fan. I'm going They could put like the saying like they could put crap on a cracker for Superman and I'll still watch and enjoy it.
0: So you're a swing, you're a swing fan, even though you recognize this maybe wasn't as good of a. I don't think
1: volume two, if if volume one like well normalized, I don't think volume one is a ten, but it's probably like an eight and a half. But let's say it's a, let's put it at a ten, then I think volume two is probably like a six. Um,
0: just because did you have the same plot like the art problems aside, or you know your what you felt about the art? Did you feel similarly to me about the plot? Yes
1: and no. I have different issues with the plot. My issue with the plot was that I felt like volume one, volume one was really this couple's narrative, but it had a voice to it. It had, yeah. it had like a unique sort of voice. Like this was an Asian woman and she had this, this uptight upbringing and this, this, this man who is an up and coming, um, he was an up-and-coming – I believe he was going to be a writer, but he ended up going into the academic field, and he becomes a – and he was a TA. He was a college TA, and, and it just had a voice to it. Yeah, he becomes I a teacher. I They're, feel like volume, It's their life. I feel like volume two didn't quite have a voice, and I feel like it was more of a how-to than volume one. Like I feel like volume one was introducing uh, readers to swinging – or introducing readers to the idea of swinging and how you might get there, yeah. No, vo- no, no. Actually, I think it's very distinct. I think swinging is specifically swing. Volume one is introducing the idea of swinging, and volume two, I think, is introducing.
0: Volume this. one is not swinging. Volume one is non monogamy. Well, they have a three. In my
1: in in so in my view, I feel like it's introducing it's, the it's idea of monogamy, and I feel like volume two is then going through the motions of how did this couple set up a profile how does this couple set up a profile going on a first date but
0: they, I, go, to, they go to parties i have to they, recognize they strike out and meet couples but that's why i said it feels like a series of vignettes because it's like here they are setting up a profile now they're going to parties and failing now they're taking a break now they've met a couple like it felt very very disconnected and and like
1: yeah and and that's what i mean in the sense that
0: and also very colloquial
1: that's what i mean in the sense that I know what you mean that like volume one isn't necessarily about swinging per se. It's about, but, and, and I agree, but it's, I, a,
0: it's, a, it's a cohesive narrative. It's
1: about opening up to non-monogamy in general. But yeah. then I feel like volume two is a how to swing. Like if you've like, if you are, I feel like volume two was written for a vanilla person who doesn't know how to swing. And they're like, Oh, Oh, like you watch like, Oh, they set up an online profile, and they go on a first date. Oh, and see, like,
0: I didn't, I didn't see it so much I, as a how-to, as much as a here's all the the things that can go wrong when you're trying to swing. Now, like the,
1: the thing that I have to recognize is, I feel like being an experienced swinger and reading Volume Two is a very different experience than if you were a vanilla reading Volume well, Two,
0: or if you were maybe within the first year or two of swinging. And those things were like fresh and had recently True. happened. You just set up your profile. You were really excited. Then you had a bunch of bait and switches because there's there's a few pages that are spent just about the bait and switch where they're like, they see a profile of pictures that look, look good and then they turn out to be maybe heavier set people or their profiles look good and then they've got tattoos on their faces or, and, you know, all, all the bait and switch kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we have definitely all experienced that. Yeah.
1: That's what I mean. But that's
0: where it feels like, um, to me, it felt like just, uh, here's all the shit that goes wrong when you're swinging. I
1: think we're saying the same thing in the sense that, like, you're saying it feels like vignettes. I feel like it's, like, just trying to um, articulate and put on the page the, like... Like, the next steps the that ex- happen after The experiences first... that you yeah. have when you first get into swinging and you set up your profile and you experience, like... You know, does everybody's, are their profile representative of the people you're meeting and all that? But it really felt like, to me, uh, how to swing. Like, here's what to expect when you get into swinging. Well, which
0: I think if I were to, I'm, I'm just having this thought now, but if I were to try to, like, articulate the differences, then I think volume one is focused on their thoughts and feelings, Here's what I'm feeling right now. Here's what I'm thinking right now. Like if you think about the narrative, it's very much about their emotions Mm -hmm. and how how their emotions are changing. Volume two, I think, has some emotional aspect, but I think it's really focused on the things that they're doing. And maybe that's less interesting.
1: And it's not... Yeah. I compl- is that, do you think that's, that's a kind of a good... To, to, th- that's an excellent way to articulate it because...
0: And I want more on the what they're thinking and feeling and less on the... Like, I want to know what they're doing, but I want most of the story to be what they're thinking and yeah, feeling.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree with but that. But I still that's, liked that's Volume perfect. 2.
0: Like, I I would I, still recommend people... If you if you read Volume 1 and you like it, I would still recommend you read Volume 2 in the hopes that Volume 3 is even gets back to yeah, I basics.
1: Yeah, I, I think Volume I 3 has the potential to be really excellent, but... I feel like this is just you had to do it because if you're if you're describing the swinging experience, yeah, and this is put out. This isn't a, a niche thing. Like, I mean, well, that's a whole separate argument. Comics in general are sort of niche. Like the the yeah, the they mar- don't sell the out. market they, for they comics. sell
0: thousands, not millions of comics. Yeah, the market
1: for comics is uh, fairly small in general. But Image Comics is one of the big boys. I mean, it's not DC and Marvel, but it's one of the big boys. And so you're putting this out. This market is. Is um, you're putting this out to the mass market, and so it's sort of this. This chapter two was a necessary part of it, but it was just like
0: you know okay. what chapter two is. It's chapter two is is the middle movie in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I
1: yeah, that's a good. That's you a good need idea. it
0: to get to the the next step. But like it's, it's bridging the gap to I think a juicier story that's I would coming.
1: Have, I would have liked the content of volume two to be let's say 10 or 15 pages and then you get onto the content that we expect in volume three where it gets back to some personal yeah. some, some emotions
0: well because then it would have just been kind of like comedic relief in the middle as opposed to an entire story <clears throat>
1: but this is definitely a comic that's getting out there to the non-swinging community and opening up people's eyes because on a completely unrelated note well not completely un- un- unrelated because it's it is related but i listened to a comic book podcast put out by a fairly large youtuber greg miller um in in the
0: video game world who
1: used to work for ign and he's has a fairly large following he's got millions of millions of twitter followers and hundreds of thousands of people who watch their podcast and he puts out a comic book he puts out a comic book show and on his comic book show he talked about reading sunstone And reading swing, and so it's you know he's being exposed, and then he's
0: then. How do we know he's not secretly a swinger?
1: Well, because he said that he's not. He's unfamiliar with it, and he found it titillating. Um,
0: Good word. If it has "titty" in it, it's a good word.
1: I used that last episode too. (laughs) You did. I I didn't comment it. I could be overusing it. Um, Yeah,
0: but he's, he's once per episode. I think is a good limit.
1: But he's getting the. You know, I was super impressed. I was super. Excited to hear that because I I usually don't mingle my like swinging and I mean even in our everyday lives like we have our swinging we've talked about this before in our everyday lives we have our swinging lives and we have our everyday lives and so here I am just listening to a comic book podcast nerdy geeky podcast and yeah sure I had read swing but I assumed it wasn't it wasn't you know very prolific and then here's Greg Miller talking about it so he's definitely.
0: It's definitely getting out there, and and uh, so I looked up some numbers while you're talking about this. By the way, mm-hmm. in Swing Volume Two came out in September, and you want to take a, a guess at how many copies it sold in September?
1: I do because I
0: have the numbers right here. I'm Running news: eighty five hundred, not even close. One
1: thousand two hundred and sixty. Oh, okay. So, oh, well.
0: One thousand two hundred and sixty. That's how many people bought it in in September, which we were one of them. Yeah, we, that, we preordered. Well, that but...
1: that shows how small the market even is, which is you know. And even... it's,
0: it's number it's number sixty one for, um, sixty one for graphic novel sale for trade paperback sales. For contrast, number one that particular month was a Batman comic called Batman Damned. Oh, you're hardcover. And it sold eleven thousand three hundred fifty two copies. Oh, okay. It's all graphic novel. Related. Oh, so so, okay. so within graphic novels, it's number eighty one for com- okay. So like comics the, to the top the sold,
1: month. you know, uh, the, the top the Batman. top sold
0: eleven thousand, and That's this still- sold sixteen hundred. So about ten uh, percent of the, the top. The comic selling. market is <laughs> gonna, it's low. The comic
1: market is gonna fail, I think, in a couple of years. Like I don't, I don't think we'll be getting. I don't think the market will sustain itself even for like the next ten years. If the top selling graphic novel, or I. The top-selling trade for that month was eleven thousand.
0: Yeah, mo- so so the top three are eleven thousand, nine thousand, seven thousand. By the time you get to the top ten, everything in the top ten or less is two thousand or fewer. Like it's it's low in quantities. So. But so so getting back to what you're talking about, I, th- I think it's swing, being read by somebody. Who's I think swing in- volume
1: one and volume two. I have problems with volume two, but I'm happy it exists. I'm happy the comic exists. I'm happy that I could probably I haven't. Because we get our comics through the mail now, it's a little bit more convenient for us. But there is a local comic book shop that's a little bit, um, a little bit more expensive, which is why we go through the mail. But I'm happy that we're right at, I have every confidence that we're to right walk into that comic book shop. They'd tomorrow. have it on the shelf. They would have swing,
0: and it's got an intriguing, intriguing cover. It's not explicit, explicit, but it's it's. I would it's an it intriguing cover that would make I, you look I, at it. It would
1: intrigue me, but yeah, I'm inclined. I know myself. I'm inclined to pick things up like that,
0: and I would read volume three. Like, I, I definitely want to read volume three. Oh for and sure. I want to read Sunstone. And and that's a completely different slice of life than us. I mean Swing we're at least drawn to because we can relate. Sunstone is much different, but I I'm looking forward to reading that too. I am
1: too. I flipped through it, you know, just like you know thumb through it. Sure. I don't think the art looks as um I'm not I'm, I don't think the art looks as good as Swing's volume one, the Swing Volume One art. But what's interesting is Sunstone's art is done by um, the husband S- right stefan i'm not sure how you pronounce it but like yeah i don't think it, i don't think it's Stephen. it's it i think it's stefan but stefan jessic um, who is the husband of the wife who does the who did volume one i hope that linda Jessic comes back for volume three and not just the cover because she did the cover to volume two yeah but not the interior art i hope she comes back
0: yeah i wonder if, does... if they're gonna rotate between them because that might help them on the the publishing schedule too like art often tends to be the the thing that causes causes long lead times i mean we know that's a contributing factor for saga and other comics so i mean maybe that's why it's been different
1: so thank you for listening to this episode because this is a niche within a niche. It's a, I mean, you just gave out the comic book numbers, so this is a swinging podcast talking about a swinging comic book. Like this is a niche. That,
0: that nobody's reading, but we really like it. This and we is think niche with niche
1: with niche. It's a super. So if you listen to this, thank you for listening.
0: And check out the comic book, even if you don't regularly read comic books. I mean, this is like you could sit down and read it in an hour. I mean, it's good and it's like what, fifteen bucks? It's not expensive. uh,
1: That is so. Let me get to that point. I wish that these were a little meatier. I wish, like, especially when they're taking over a year to put out the volumes. I mean, Volume One came out at the end of 2017, I believe, and then Volume Two came out at the, uh, you know, the middle, like August. It was like August of 2019, so it was like a year and a half between volumes, and you put out the equivalent of four issues, which. Would you know issues come three out three
0: months an issue? Yeah, there, there were. I, I, I think they're working on other things. I too. Would have This liked, isn't their only. I'd like focused. a meteor volume,
1: but I enjoy it. I'm glad this exists. I look forward to volume three, even though, and I, I don't want to. I'm not as. I feel like I've been actually more negative. I like volume two. That's reviews. I, love, I mean, re- I love volume one. Reviews
0: are meant to be critical and provide criticism. And we both said we'd read it and we enjoyed it. But I have to
1: and, – and again, I just want to stress that I think volume two would read very differently to a vanilla person who is unfamiliar with the swinging lifestyle completely.
0: Or a couple that's only – that's very new. I think a couple that's only True. been in it I think would, would also read differently than it does
1: Because you, you read it and you're like – yeah, 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 We've been through that. Let's let's, let's, let's go. Let's right. Get, let's get but if you're story. a new
0: couple, you read it and you're like, oh my God, we just went through that. Oh yeah, we had a date like that. Like it's, it's everybody's just different perspective.
1: So, so bring on volume three.
0: All right. Well, I guess that wraps up our review of Swings, volume one and two. Thanks for listening. If you ever have any feedback or comments, you can send it to us at swingingaround at gmail.com. No G at the end of swinging. And we're on Patreon if you like to... Check that out. We've got a few different tiers on Patreon and some extra uh, Patreon exclusive content.
1: All right, everybody, stay sexy and stay swinging.